Good evening, everyone. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. This is Lag Radio here with me, Marmar the Mid-Boss. We are going to be covering a whole host of different topics this evening, mostly related to the awesome adventures of Captain Spirit. Every week on Lag Radio, we are dealing out a heaping helping of video game appreciation, chiptune idolatry, do-it-yourself art endeavors, and much, much more. And so I'm very excited to cover tonight one of my all-time favorite games, basically the sequel of it, Life is Strange, uh, Office of Adventures of Captain Spirit from Don't Not Entertainment and Square Enix, is pretty much a playable demo of the sequel. So Life is Strange 2, which was announced, it's going to be coming out later on this year, at least the first chapter of it. And uh, this one is a short little hour and a half, two hour experience, but we're going to be covering it in depth as much as we can, and of course playing some of the absolutely fantastic songs from the soundtrack. Given that it's only a couple of hours in length, there's only about five songs on the soundtrack, so we're going to be bouncing out with some songs from the original game, so Life in Strange 1, and then of course later on in the program, all of that great chiptune stuff that you are going to surely enjoy. So, before we get into all that talk, though, let's get into that music. We're going to start off with probably the most important song from the soundtrack, Awesome Adventures of Captain Spirit. It's by Sufjan Stevens, and the song is called Death with Dignity. It's very, very important to this game, and we'll talk about all the reasons why in just a little bit, so please stick around. Uh, the number is 949-824-5824 if you want to call in, talk to us. And by us, I mean myself and our special Alex. guest. What's up? Is my mic on? Yes, your right, mic cool. is on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the uh, only one guest this this week. It's the first time ever. Yes, yeah, we've had three guests for all the other shows tonight. It's just the duo of us. So if you want to call in and talk to us, 949-824-5824, 949-UCI-KUCI. Also check us out on the web, facebook.com slash radio is our main page, facebook.com slash radio. We also have an Instagram, or I have an Instagram. It's at DJ double underscore Marmar, M-A-R-M-A-R. So go and follow me there if you want. Every One now underscore and for each Mar. For every Mar, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's, it's definitely planned out that way, for sure. So, yeah, feel free to follow me there as well. But again, let's get into that music first. So, so beautiful, so, so cool, and very reminiscent of, I don't know, I think it just really encapsulates the Pacific Northwest feel from this game and also from Life is Strange, of course. So enjoy Sufjan Stevens with death with dignity. Thank you for listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. Again, my name is Marmar and this is Lag Life Radio. Good evening, everyone. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. This is Marmar the Midboss here with Alex and we are Lag Radio. This evening we're covering the awesome adventures of Captain Spirit, the playable demo slash two-hour short experience teaser for The Life is Strange 2. I don't know why I keep saying The Life is Strange. It's just Life is Strange. <laughs> the Life is Strange 2 game. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. All right. Appreciate that. Yes. Um, so we're going to be talking about Captain Spirit. So let's uh, jump into this. So this one is a very recent release. It was announced at E3 this year, and it just, just dropped... Like a month ago. Yeah. Very, mm. very recent. So it dropped just a couple of weeks later, June 25th, in uh, North America and in EU. And then on the 26th in Australia. So, yeah, just came out a couple of weeks ago. Very important part about this, too. It is 100% free. Um, This is one of the things that I can mention on air here at KUCI. Normally, we can't mention prices of things for various reasons. But it is 100% free demo. So you can go and check it out on PS4, Xbox One, and PC at no cost to you, which is very cool. So if you missed out on playing it this past week when we told you to last Friday (laughs) to play it, 
then you can do it after the show. Well, I mean, we're kind of going to go through it yeah. pretty much, but if you want to experience it and see it, then... I think, I think it's, it's very different. It. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's different to, to play it than just to hear it from someone else. So um, so obviously this is, like I said, uh, in, it's meant to bridge the gap between the two games. So it serves as kind of a demo for the sequel, but it's definitely more than that. I think it's its own standalone thing. And uh, as Alex was telling me in, in the interim, he didn't play the first game, mm-hmm. right? So um, this is something that's totally, you don't know any of the background with the first game. And you don't really need to, I don't yeah. think. No, yeah, it's, it's totally a... Uh, obviously for the Life is Strange 2, you're going to need... You're going to need to know from the first game, like with who the characters are and their backstory. But, so, well, we can assume that, but um, I'm I'm not totally sure. I feel like because the well, I'm not going to spoil anything about the uh, the first game mm-hmm. in this in the series, but this the ending of the first game doesn't have any sort of loose ends. Okay. It's all wrapped up, and so I'm not sure how they're gonna how they're gonna handle the second mean. game. This one is just. Yeah, it's totally standalone, and I know we've been told that it's going to be connected to the to the sequel, but we're not sure how. And that's something that a lot of fans are, are talking about, theories and such. But we're going to get to that a little bit later. First, though, let's talk a little bit more about Don't Not Entertainment, which is the uh, developer of the game. The first game that they came out with was one called Remember Me, and I remember when this came out, uh, I remember, uh-huh. uh, it's it's a third-person kind of action-y game, it's got some platforming in there, it's got some melee combat, there's some puzzles and things, it had a really neat mechanic of how you're supposed to enter into the memories of your enemies and alter their memories and then you can avoid combat and other different hazards and things that way. So it was a, it was a neat concept, but when it came down to it, the gameplay itself was kind of just generic kind of beat 'em up bashing dudes. It was a, obviously a second thought kind of. Yeah, yeah. So they had a good concept, but they just didn't execute it well. And when it came to their second game, they really really just changed it up completely. So they went the route of what we call, I guess, a walking simulator, so or a life simulator, where you're not really the gameplay itself isn't the main element. It's the characters, it's the narrative, and that's um, definitely what I think. Don't not is is now going to be their style going forward, at, at least for some of their major games. So I, I think that they're able to pull that off a lot better than the, just the generic beat 'em up sort of thing. Yeah, they kind of know what they're their specialty is after remember me seems like right where uh, are they based don't nod um that's a good question let's see here i'll look that you, up real quick you don't nod know you don't know <laughs> i don't <laughs> nod know their headquarters is in france oh okay so completely so different french. from the area that they're yeah that they're kind of portraying here in the games which is of course the pacific northwest the oregon region in particular that's interesting yeah so they are who was their pers- first publisher for like remember me for Remember Me, um, it wasn't Square Enix, yeah, because Square say, Enix like, did this one. Uh, for Remember Me, it was... I should have done my research on this one. <laughs> Sorry, I'm giving you all Capcom, this Capcom, that's right. Oh, Capcom. interesting. Well, still, for like their first game, to kind of get a good publisher like that is pretty... Yeah. It's a pretty sweet deal. It, it's a pretty big deal. So, yeah, so they came out with Remember Me in 2013 with Capcom. Second game was Life is Strange through Square Enix. And, of course, that's now been released on every system known to man. You can practically play it on your N-Gage, if you know what N-Gage is. <laughs> well, I know what an N-Gage hey, is. Maybe a Pokemon Mini? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can you can play that on anything that you want, iOS, Android, all the different PS3 era and PS4 era sort of things. And then... Uh, yeah, one of the things that, with regards to Donut, their style of gameplay with Awesome Adventures of Captain Spirit, Life is Strange 1, and Surely 2 is going to be the same. It's very similar to the Telltale Games mm-hmm. series, so Walking Dead, 
or Game of Thrones uh, or Quantic Dream Studios, which is known for Heavy Rain and most recently Detroit Become Human uh, or Indigo Prophecy. If you played that one. I've heard of that. That was a really good one, too. Huh. It was known as Fahrenheit in basically every area besides America, but it mm. had a lot of neat supernatural aspects, kind of like Life is Strange has a little supernatural aspect in there, but it's uh, a lot of your choices matter sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so it's all, all kind of in the same vein, but I think the Dodonod's able to still distinguish themselves because it's grounded in reality mm-hmm. for the most part. So, um, again, yeah, focus on the on the narrative instead of the gameplay. Definitely, they're capable of creating some characters. Even some of the minor characters in, in the original Life is Strange, they're still very memorable. They tug on the heartstrings, and the way that they do the soundtrack is just perfect. I agree. Yeah. The music is definitely like that. That game kind of, or I, I don't know if you call it a game a demo. I'll say demo just because I mean it is a game, but it's it's very very short and it does end with, you know, by life is strange too. <laughs> so, <laughs> Basically, yeah. Um, I'll just I'll just call it game, I guess. Um, but yeah, like I, that was the first thing that I noticed is like, man, that's like they can use music so effectively in games, and that's something that I'm very particular about with games. I'll always play a bad game if it has good music hmm. because music to me is so. I don't know. So important to a game, but when it's done well like this, like it's like yeah, they, this game would wouldn't be as um I don't know, it wouldn't have as much feeling if you didn't uh have a good soundtrack like they did. Mm. And I would definitely recommend the first game to you because yeah, the soundtrack to that I still listen to it to this day just on its own and just listening to some of those songs You're in my Life head. Is Strange? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. first I haven't game, heard yeah. any of the music from that. So uh, well, we'll listen to some more of it this evening. So look forward to it shortly. Um, but is yeah. that what you were talking about, or was I? I was on. The... No, yeah, that's what. Okay. I was, yeah, we're going to be supplementing because there's only five songs on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no. I just mean like sorry when you were talking about the. Uh... When you're talking about the soundtrack or the music, where you talk about Life is Strange, because I was talking about well, both. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. it's the same sort of deal where there's just certain moments where they bring that's in good. this song that's just so perfect. Like we'll talk about, of course, Captain Spirit's story and such a little bit later. But the one moment just comes to mind is where you turn on the turntable in your dad's mm-hmm. room and you that just was, lay on the bed really and good. you listen to that one song that I guess your mom really really liked. And yeah, it's just oh, that sort of memory. I'm sure that you'll be able to kind of just reflect on and and think about just the moment you hear that song wherever you are in your car or something. Mm-hmm. Just be like, oh man, I, I remember that moment in the game. So yeah, so um, now we're three years later after the release of Life Is Strange. Here we are with the sequel coming out. Big difference between the two uh, is the graphics engine. You, uh, it's using the un- <clears throat> excuse me, the Unreal Engine four versus three. And if you played the first game, totally different. Uh, well, I wouldn't say totally different, but it's it's clearly superior. Huh. Graphically, Captain Spirit is way way better and much okay. capable, much more capable of, of providing an environment that looks more realistic. It doesn't have so much of a cartoony, which is interesting because Captain Spirit seems yeah. like it would be this cartoony thing, but the first Life is Strange feels more cartoony to huh. me <laughs> and just like cel shaded graphics almost. Yeah, it's it's definitely graphically superior, and I'm looking forward to seeing how a full game is going to turn out in that. Um, but yeah, so we've got Captain Spirit to talk about in just a little bit. If you want to call in, 949-845-824, 949-UCI-KUCI. We're going to be getting to now some more songs from the soundtrack. 
of Captive Spirit, as well as we're going to be kind of bouncing back and forth between songs from the first game, Life is Strange. Next song is going to be by Jose Gonzalez. It's called Crosses. It's, uh, I believe, the first real important song from Life is Strange. So hope you enjoy it. Don't forget, later on, we've also got a giveaway coming up. So at the right time, make sure that you call in. Um, again, make sure you have that number down, 949-UCI-KUCI, 949-8245-824, and you will be capable of winning a whole host of different Life is Strange products that I'd be willing to have shipped out to you, including uh, keychains and jewelry and um, a shirt and decals, all sorts of things that I'm, I'm willing to send out to the winning caller. So I just make realized sure this, is, this is our second live episode. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> we think about that. <laughs> we've had two episodes that were not live. They had to be pre-recorded due to... Uh, busy, uh, busy month. Busy, busy month. Yes, that's true. So yeah, very, very happy to have live opportunity for you guys to win again make sure you check out our facebook page facebook.com slash lag life radio and instagram is instagram.com slash i guess it's slash user slash no is it or yeah instagram Instagram instagram.com slash dj underscore underscore marmar okay yeah there's no user involved okay i think it's that's youtube yeah, I think you're right. All right. So, yes, Instagram, uh, at DJ double underscore Marmar. And, again, we will talk to you in just a little bit. Thank you for listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. This is Marmar, the mid-boss, here with Alex, and we are Lag Radio. Good evening, everyone. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. This is Marmar, the mid-boss, here with Alex, and we are Lag Radio. We just got done listening to three songs. Two of them came from Life is Strange, original soundtrack, and one of them in the middle is from Awesome Adventures of Captain Spirit. Most recently was Local Natives with the song Mount Washington. Before that was Stefan Kielty, Glenn Herwire, and Ben Summer with Held Apart. And then at the top of the set was Jose Gonzalez with Crosses. All right. Now we've covered some of the background with regards to Don't Nod and Life is Strange and Captain Spirit. Now let's get into the story of this short but sweet adventure. So, first off, main character. Nine-year-old, his name is Chris, lives in a snowy town of Beaver Creek, Oregon, and uh, we start off the story with him drawing or designing the titular Captain Spirit himself. Now, this is where you get the chance to start choosing for yourself how some of the story elements are going to go. So, for example, you get to choose if Captain Spirit himself is uh, the sort of superhero who would wear a mask or a helmet. Is he darker in color? Is he more colorful? That sort of thing. So how did you go about this one? I did helmets, and I did light armor and colorful. Light armor and colorful. Yeah. Okay. And so then you did mention to me off air uh, that you also had a second playthrough. I'm guessing you chose. No, I I just continued from where I like finished it to complete the rest of the stuff I didn't get. Oh, I see. Okay. Start over. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I went with kind of similar. I went with light armor. I went with mask though, and I went with uh, dark. So he's kind of. I don't know. He's almost like an assassin-y sort of looking dude. He's like got a ninja. <laughs> yeah, oh, like a ninja. like a ninja just because it's dark with a mask and light armor. <laughs> basically, basically ninja Captain Spirit. So, nice. Um, yeah, and that plays out later on in the game because one of the one of the objectives throughout. I mean, I guess you could say it's an objective, more like a quest. It's not. This one is one that's necessary, but some of the other ones are are not mandatory for you to go through. But this one is where you have to assemble Captain Spirit's uh, garb. Basically, you have to dress Chris in the outfit that's of the Captain Spirit that you chose. So you're supposed to get a mask or helmet in that case, and um, then get other 
materials and stuff and you and you construct your outfit so that the rest of the game you're looking like Captain Spirit but of course the way a nine-year-old would make his outfit in yeah. the real world so um, yeah it, so it was I'm curious how <clears throat> what was what materials were used for the mask and for I guess the the, the color is all the same depending I mean <clears throat> the same method of materials the garage right sure yeah yeah, yeah the, the materials were the same the color I think just like it's basically from the same scene so that mm-hmm. it's not anything different but the mask for me was uh makeup that he puts around his eyes from the uh from the bathroom i think okay so there, was even, there was no makeup in the bathroom for me so that they don't even include oh. that it's interesting all right um <clears throat> so for the helmet was the aluminum foil in the in the uh kitchen oh so you just go to the aluminum foil and he makes a makes a, a helmet out of it so it's interesting that they don't even include any of the Materials, if you don't choose the correct thing, and I'm mm-hmm. curious because I know that his heavy armor is cardboard. And I'm curious where you'd find that. Hmm. I saw just some some videos or or other other type types of uh, choices that people made, and and I'd seen that the heavy armor. I'm like, oh, what's oh, it's a that's the heavy armor option. They just put like cardboard on. So, hmm. Okay. Yeah, I wonder where that comes from. Maybe it's worth another playthrough. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, it's quick enough of an experience that yeah. I would want to. I'd be willing to invest a couple more hours to go through it, but. I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of, uh, I guess we can get to, into this in the gameplay section. Do you have a, I didn't see what your bullet points are, but I'm assuming you have some type of a gameplay section. Yes, yeah. So we definitely. can get more into it there, but um, it's it's done in the kind of a style of, uh, of like, uh, I guess escape room-ish is the best way I can explain hmm. it, where it's just like you, you just have to find your way. There's no explanation of what you have to do. Yeah. You just kind of examine things look at them and stuff so a second playthrough would be a lot quicker because you know all the stuff you need sure yeah that's a good way to put it i didn't think about the escape room aspect maybe it's just because the tone it's seems less puzzly so... but yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. more just like exploring and understanding what each thing how that pertains to what you need to collect and what is trivial and what isn't sure sure um so then from the from the moment that you've already designed your captain spirit from there on you know you've got the camera kind of zooms out and you see chris himself and and now his room and the first portion of the game is you just checking out all of his stuff you're looking through chris's toys you're looking through his drawings and stuff that are lining the walls and at this point your dad starts to yell at you through the door to come into the kitchen for breakfast and at this point interestingly to me is well first off this is the first indicator that there's a little more drama to the story than just, you know, this happy-go-lucky kid who's enjoying his Saturday morning making superheroes. Uh, but this was an interesting element to me with regards to gameplay, again, getting a little ahead of ourselves. But apparently, for me at least, I had my my dad yell at me a couple of times before I actually went out there and went in pr- to breakfast. You know, I waited for him. I guess I kind of played the game how I would in real life, in the sense mm. that if my mom was yelling to me or something through the door, like, hey, breakfast, I'd be like, okay, yeah, I'll be there in a second. All <laughs> right, let me check out a couple more toys. All right, come on, get breakfast. All right, fine, yeah, I'll go, I'll go. And then, you know, you wait a couple of times before you actually go out there to uh, to get the food before you're, like, grounded or something. Um now, what, how long did you wait? Just the first time. And it, it wasn't. It was just like, hey, breakfast. You know, just like the first, the first time. And I went. I'm like, okay, I'll stop what I'm doing and go out there. Okay. So I didn't get any real indication until that scene. Okay. So you. So Dad Charles. Uh, then he responded to you. I think a different way than he than he responded to me when you walk out there, right? So when. Oh, well, maybe he did. So how did? Do you recall how? Um, like what he said. I didn't really think much of it. I think he just like he'd go and sit down for breakfast and. And then he pours his milk in and, you know, I didn't notice anything until he started, you know, he's drinking beer. 
Oh, okay. I was the only first thing. I'm like, ah, oh, okay, something's up here. Sure, sure. Yeah, what I noticed was that for me, if you wait at least a couple of times before going out, your dad goes, you know, if you don't listen to me when I tell you these things, we're going to have a problem or something. Oh, wow. And no, I didn't yeah, get that. <laughs> he's a lot more stern and, and harsh towards you at this That's point. Cool. So, yeah, that was a pretty pretty neat difference. But, yeah, like we said, that some of the some of the elements will be different, but some of them will be the same, like with regards to your dad downing his third beer while he's cooking up eggs for you. Uh, so at this point, you start to wonder, okay, well, where's your mom? And this kind of does, re- like, it does come across in the story shortly where she's gone. You don't know exactly how or where, um, but you do discover she's later. She's not in the, in the picture. <laughs> she's not in the picture, yeah. And I think your dad says something to the effect of, I know that she made them better than I did, or I do. Yeah, it's like one of the stage. first choices you get, dialogue choices, which is like... You say like whether the eggs are okay or moms moms were better. Moms are better, it's yeah. Kind of the first indication, like oh, I guess mom isn't here. Right, right. Uh, when dad sits down though next to you, you like I noticed it before before Charles points it out, but the bruise marks on your arm. That oh yeah, was, I didn't notice that until he pointed. That out. was heavy. That was you know he he goes to you and he says, "Hey, sorry you got hurt." You know he words it that way. He words mm-hmm. it as "sorry that you got hurt," not "sorry that I did anything to you." But sorry, you got hurt. Well, everything is kind <clears> of uh, everything is kind of put out there with you, like you having to interpret it. I think. Yeah. So, like, I didn't interpret it that way at first. Mm. Uh, I mean, it's kind of an obvious one. Like, he's drinking, so you kind of expect it. But for me, it was just—I don't know. Maybe it just—it's kind of determined on how you—I don't know how you perceive that kind of thing. But I. I just was like, oh, maybe he was like, he's bullied at school or something. Well, I was thinking maybe he was bullied, but then your dad says something, something like, "Hey, has any, has no one mentioned anything at school about the marks?" And I still, well, I still thought oh, it was okay. a bully thing. Yeah, <laughs> to me, that's an like, obvious. Like, hey, are like... you, you know, do you getting people, you know, telling the teachers about like your bully situation? That's what I took. Oh, it, okay. So. I I took it. Maybe I'm just a darker, <laughs> more. I don't be, know. Yeah, just, no, we I... have our own perceptions. So. <laughs> true. It's true. Interesting. Yeah. So clearly, Dad has some problems going on, and you are bearing the brunt of it. But uh, so at this point, Dad then says, "Hey, it's you know, it's Christmas, and we're gonna get that." that Christmas tree that you want but only after I b- watched this basketball game in the living room and you as as the kid are like hey you know every time you and you don't want to say drink but every time you watch the game uh, <laughs> you fall asleep and your dad's like no yeah I give you my permission if I somehow fall asleep which I'm not going to do wake me up we're going to go don't worry about it okay so stay tuned for more because that's kind of how we trigger the end sequence of the game um but yeah it's at this point that it kind of now you're free to explore the rest of the game while dad is enjoying the baseball or the basketball game enjoying in quotes enjoying yeah exactly (laughs) yeah with whiskey bottle in tow might i add yeah he brings like a whiskey bottle with him to the to the recliner um but yeah so at that point you're free to kind of roam around and adventure as you wish we're going to talk about more in just a second though so stay tuned let's listen to some more music though next up is going to be a few more composers that created a song for the soundtrack to captain spirit we're going to listen to the song look for sympathy and then we're going to listen to another song from the life is strange soundtrack by message to bears it's called mountains if you want to call in 949-824-5824 949-UCI-KUCI don't forget about our giveaway later on in the program for some sweet life is strange gear uh and check out our facebook page facebook.com slash lag life radio in addition to the instagram dj at dj double underscore marmar all right with that We'll get you in just a little bit. Thank you for listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. This is Marmar the Mid-Boss here with Alex and Lag Radio.
Good evening, everyone. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. My name is Marmar here with Alex, and we are Lag Radio. <clears throat> Excuse me. We are talking Captain Spirit this evening, the awesome adventures of, in particular. We just got done talking to talking about some of the story. We got to the point where your dad goes off and starts watching a basketball game in the living room. I was going <clears> to say, it doesn't, I don't think it's really important, but to me it was interesting. I forgot what the dialogue was, but before, like when you're having breakfast and he's, he cusses and then... And then he's like, "Oh yeah, no, no swearing, uh, no swearing." By the way, and he's like, "Yeah, I understand." It's kind of <laughs> like a little. They're kind of hinting at that's like there's some issues going on, but he's like trying very hard to, or I don't know, showing like really nice side of him, like mm-hmm. his, his sober self or somewhat sober self, I guess. Sure, sure, yeah. So at this point, you've got the the ability to roam and adventure. Um, now, what did you do once you got that chance? What was the first thing that you did? First thing that I did, I think, was go wash dishes. <laughs> See, that was me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know what it is about me and like doing, uh, maybe it's that I, I was thinking, all right, if I was, if I was this kid, my dad was like, well, doesn't he start with, by saying like, what would Captain America or not Captain America, what would Captain Spirit do or something like that? Or like, yeah, something to that effect of, of like, I don't know, like he's, he's taking on the persona and he's like, what, what is he going to do next? So it kind of like instilled that in my head. My thought is that if I've got this deadbeat dad who's also abusing me, probably it's best to do some stuff that's not going to get him more mad at yeah, me. Exactly. And that would be cleaning up after him and yeah, doing the that's dishes, kind of starting too, the laundry. Yeah, it's that was pretty relevant, I think, to a nine-year-old at that point. And at this point, it's kind of interesting <clears throat> because like I took myself out of the story and was like, okay, this is just like a life simulator. I'm just doing like mm. there's nothing really interesting about this, but it is if you think deeper, like. It does definitely add to the story when it's like you you retrospectively look at like what you were doing. It's like okay, yeah, like you said, like you're you're doing this to kind of like okay, I gotta I gotta take care of this stuff because otherwise I'm gonna get yelled at. Yeah, yeah. And now what? Like I liked that there were certain things in this game where, see, typically when you play something like an RPG, I feel like if there's something that you can do, you need to do it because otherwise you're not you're missing out on some sort of advantage. Yes. But with this, there were a few times where I thought this is not something that you want to do so for example on the fridge there's a shopping list and it, one of the options oh, yeah. is to add ice cream to the list or something i'm thinking dad's probably not going to like that if i add ice cream onto the list he's probably going to get mad at me so i'm not going to do that oh interesting or um there's also like a dart gun i think on a bookshelf and you could shoot just, it at your I dad never, while he's i never saw that oh yeah huh yeah some sort of like a dart gun i think and it says i, Fire it, and I thought i like interact with everything on there but i didn't see a dart gun Aha, uh-huh, okay. <laughs> go back and see. But yeah, that definitely, again, another reason to have another playthrough. But So once I did all of those chores, one of the things that was was very standout to me, of course, is the water heater, or the water eater. Water eater. Yeah, where you fight the water eater. Ooh, and um, yeah, I love this trippy sequence. Yeah. Because the graphics are just so different. And I hate- hope they expand on that in Life is Strange too. that it's like... There's certain aspect like the whole game is pretty much you are, you know, every it's normal everyday life. But then there's like things where when you're by yourself and you're, it's pretty much when you're by yourself, when there's no other like animal or human around you that you get these sequences that are like his imagination, and um, there's at least like there's like three or so I think different opportunities at that yeah there's like three different times that like that happens and it's pretty it's pretty cool yeah yeah i um i mean the whole the whole sequence is on a saturday morning you're a nine-year-old kid with clearly a very strong imagination um just thinking back to when i was a kid and that young 
I'm sure that there were times where it kind of felt that way too when I was playing with toys and stuff and it's like you're just transported to another world and with mm-hmm. this one um, you know unfortunately the, some of the scenes or most of the scenes are, are pretty dark mm-hmm. with regards to this and I think that that kind of reflects his losing his mom which of course we find out a little bit later on how she was lost um, but yeah at this point with the water eater thing it's all just total darkness envelops you and then you see this ghost in front of you or some sort of spirit with bright gleaming eyes and using your captain spirit abilities you're able to make it shrink down to the size of chris and uh then you know of course you actually turn on the water heater and everything turns back to normal um but i thought it was interesting how they i don't know how they (laughs) they did all this effectively in an age where a lot of kids i think would default to phones or games um and like it did bring back a lot of memories of like as a kid when i mean at that time we didn't have phones or like we had a game boy but you had to have light in order to like see it um i mean i was a gamer i've been gaming since i was like four um but still like there's there's a lot there was a lot more opportunities to just use your imagination craft things to play with toys and stuff like that and so i thought it was it was pretty uh, cool how they emphasize on that rather than i mean you can still you can play a phone game in the game too so Mm. it's definitely not set back in those times like back in the 80s or whatever but it's you know there's still a whole lot more that this kid really likes doing that's not just games and stuff and using his imagination which is i don't know i think it's it's good interesting how they implemented this into his character with what his dad likes and what his mom likes Good evening, everyone. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. This is Marmar the Midboss here with Alex, and we are Lag Radio. We're talking about Life is Strange, as well as, more, more specifically, the new release, Captain Spirit, the awesome adventures of Captain Spirit. And we just got done listening to three, or no, two songs, only two songs. Most recently, Sid Matters with the song Obstacles came off of the Life is Strange original soundtrack. And then before that was Bat for Lashes with Moon and Moon off of the Captain Spirit soundtrack. Now, we got done talking about most of the story. However, we want to finish it up, so we're going to talk about the ending sequence now. So after- tune out now if you don't want spoilers and you want to play it. But Yes. I would say maybe, I don't know. It's it's tough to say when you tune out now. It's like, okay, when do I tune back in? But sure, sure, yeah. That's- like a good five minutes or something. I don't know. I don't know. Something like that. Either way. <laughs> uh, I don't think... I mean, it's... It's short enough where it's like, yeah. I don't know, it's still... If you know it, it's it's kind of expected, but also just... It's good to play it anyway, so sure, it sure. doesn't detract from that enjoyment. So it's triggered when you finally wake up your dad. You notice that he's been sitting there on the, the recliner, and he's just been falling asleep watching his basketball game. Um, and you try waking him up. He kind of just like, oh, what, what's going on? And he tries to stand up, but he trips over himself. He knocks over his side table. He hurts himself in the process. And he kind of s- sits back up, and he's still drunk, and he starts swearing at you. He's like, what did you wake me up for? You know, what? even though you actually were told to wake him up, like you'd gotten permission from him. So it's very frustrating to be forced into that experience as a kid, as a nine-year-old kid, mm-hmm. and be like, you know, but you told me, Dad. You, you said to wake you up. I was going to say, backing up real quick, The uh, an interesting thing I noticed is that all the games he's watching are all DVR'd, and they're not live games. Hmm. Which is kind of adds to the sadness, I think, of his uh, <laughs> of his dad's existence, where he's just not. I don't know. He's he's kind of. I don't know if you're going to get into this or not, but of the, his his history is that he was a coach and a basketball coach or a basketball player, player and then too, a coach. Yeah. That was his job. So he's just all really into basketball. So. Um, and while he's watching the game, he's like taking notes and stuff. So it's just like he's watching right. these on a delayed broadcast, and it's just kind of sad because he can't watch them live and 
whatever's going on. Right, yeah, he's very much into basketball. He's got his stats book in front of him on the table. He's always making he's notes probably, on it. Probably a lot of regret in his life just because... <laughs> yeah, he's probably just reliving know, really the sad. glory days, kind of. Like, he's at a moment in his life where there's not a whole lot good. He probably... I mean, of course, he he probably loves his son to some degree, but just he's yeah. so distraught over losing his wife and he's still pretty young too like they had they were Chris 28 I think she was 28 or something 28 29 when she yeah she was 28 when she passed away when, when she, she passed away yeah which was yeah. just about um, I think it's just a year and a half maybe two years from the that, the game itself yeah so he's like almost hitting 30 so he's still pretty young right yeah anyway so yeah so he's stumbling around and and so yeah so he just hey he's like very very rude towards you as as his child you know he's very much just kind of like blaming on you like hey man i can't even stand up like right now i'm not gonna go get a christmas tree with you but then at that point a neighbor comes to the door uh or you don't know it's a neighbor someone comes to the door knocks at the knocks out of the door and you know your dad can't even stand up so he tells you to go answer it um but it gives them rules too like don't yeah you know just just leave, have him leave us alone kind of thing like don't tell him anything basically. yeah of course so you've got the, your neighbor claire reynolds he's kind of, she's kind of a an older woman comes by and she asks you know hey i was just out doing my walk you know what i heard something is everything okay now how did you answer uh shoot uh first time i think i said uh what were the options i have to know the options because i can't remember <clears throat> one of them was i was decorating the christmas tree the other one I forget what the third one was because I I definitely didn't pick it. But the the one that I picked was uh, my dad hit like fell and hurt himself. Oh, I didn't something. do that until my second uh, second go through. I forgot what it was uh, that I picked though. I thought it was wasn't it one of them like nah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. There were three options, but I can't remember what the other option was. But it wasn't the Christmas tree one. And it wasn't the dad one. That I okay. <laughs> Dang. Okay. So yeah. Ba- I mean, basically, I think can... oh, it was like I didn't hear anything. Oh, I didn't hear That's it. Okay, was, yeah. so what what happens when you say that? Oh, she's like, oh, I don't know how you couldn't, or something like that. It's just like, it's like oh, I must be imagining things. Hmm. You know? <laughs> Interesting. Okay, so then when you go back to your dad, what does he say to you? Do you recall? Well, all, all this, like, there's multiple choices in this conversation, and it all kind of ends with the same, uh, except for one of them, uh, or that I saw re- uh, otherwise. But uh, she, it pretty much ends with just like, all right, well, you... You take. I forgot what, how it ends, but it probably ended the same way that yours did. Okay. But there was just cho- different choices. Like she kind of grills you. It's like, oh, are you were you doing anything today other than you know taking care of dishes or whatever it is you're you're saying you're doing? It's mm-hmm. like it's like yeah, I'm, I'm. You know, you're just kind of defending yourself. I guess you're just trying to deflect it. Hmm. When you tell her, at least on my end, with, that you were that your dad had fallen and hurt himself or something, she seems very like. Uh, this is just, you know, more justification that he's not able to take care of you. Mm. And she says, all right, I'm going to come back with. Yeah, that's someone. the other the other option, because I did bo- I did <clears throat> two different um, playthroughs, I guess, of that part. Mm-hmm. And both of them ended with the same way. But there is one that ends with like, like, OK, well, you know, he's not fit to take care of you. So we'll we'll be back a little bit later. I'll come yeah. back, you know. Which does end differently than than the way. Right, right. So then you go back to your dad. He continues to yell at you, and at one point he even lashes out so much that he blames you for his wife's death. He says something to the effect of, "You know, she wouldn't have she wouldn't have been there at that intersection if she didn't have to pick you up from school or something." And so that's just more confirmation that you know she she was a hidden run. She had 
died at that cross streets that we mentioned before, Mantroid, right? Man, uh, Mantle, I think. Or, Mantle, and, yeah, you're right. And, Mantle uh, and Asteroid. Asteroid Street. And yeah, so he, he blames you. And immediately he, he apologizes. He says, I'm sorry, I didn't mean that, son. But you, of course, as, as a nine-year-old kid, you're not going to accept that. You're going to be like, Dad, you know, ow. <laughs> That's sort of like in so it's, many ways. I don't know. It's a really it's tough, tough thing because it's like I... I empathize with the, like, I'm very centered with a lot of my opinions because I can see both sides of everything. And in that case, it's just like, I obviously I don't condone like any type of physical thing like that. Or, you know, for, for someone who is, is not of the same age or equal age or, you know, lot like maturity, but I can completely understand, like it just, it's, I could see how much his life is just completely snowballing and, and all of this stuff, and and he's just taking, blaming it on his kid because of this, which is which is not what he should do. But it's just like you can see the that frustration and the anger and the sadness in both of the, those characters. It's just such a sad thing. To it see. is, and, yeah. And he still can't even stand up at this point. He's still just like sitting yeah. down drunkenly and like it's it's so sad and terrible. So you, as Chris, you run away, uh, even though your dad has tried to apologize you run away and you climb up to your flying fortress which is a treehouse uh out back and just as you're climbing up one of the boards uh attached to the tree it breaks and you start to tumble to the ground now interestingly just before you're about to touch the ground this is where it gets i was for sure really thinking neat. that one of the one of the boards was gonna like impale him honestly oh, no. I'm like they're just gonna they're just gonna really tug at your heartstrings. oh geez that's <laughs> no, rough that's no what instead what you do what happens is is chris just is about to land and he starts to slow down everything like the boards around him the little splintered boards and the nails and you yourself you just slow down and just before you hit the ground you just start gently let down to the snow and then you look up and you see two neighbor kids, or at least one of them is a kid, clearly. And the other one is older, might be an older Teenager, brother, yeah. perhaps, or something. Um, or but maybe they it's see the you. same kid. <laughs> <laughs> He's seeing two realities at the same it's time travel. <laughs> theories here. Here we go. Fan Paradox. theories. Yeah. <laughs> it's a game theory. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but they see you and they obviously saw you float down to the ground and instead of just like basically dying practically mm-hmm. by, by hitting the snow and they just kind of smile and wave at you and that's really interesting to me you know you are just like probably in disbelief of what just happened because it's almost like you as captain spirit actually had these powers to just s- slow down time or something or or have some sort of psychokinetic powers mm-hmm. and um these kids don't seem to think anything of it they're not like mouth open like uh <laughs> what just happened they're just kind of like <laughs> hey yeah yeah so this is where a lot of fan theories come from. Like, what is what is the deal? Was it you who had the psychokinetic powers? Do you think the kids, oh, the neighbor kids, maybe had the that. psychic powers, um, and they're the ones that saved you? Um, without, I mean, it's not a spoiler or anything. The first game, Life is Strange, where you're playing as Max, her abilities only first manifest in a time of crisis, extreme stress, kind of like mutants in like the X Men series. And exactly, stuff. exactly. And um, this is where further fan theories I, I was listening to and, and read later on are kind of going. They're thinking that the next game. Well, okay. So when you're looking at your dad's computer, there's an email because he works for a railroad company, and it mentions a bunch of unruly teenagers hopping like freight trains or something. Uh-huh. And so. The theory that a lot of people are coming up with is that the next game, there's going to be just kind of like this mutiny sort of aspect where all these kids with these powers are going to be, you know, hopping trains and they have no, they're probably, I mean, they probably ran away from home or something, uh-huh. probably come from 
difficult, you know, rough families, what have you. And, um, and yeah, that's, yeah, I, I forgot about that email, but yeah, that's something that just kind of pops up and gather these are different, uh, notes and documents to see the adds to the story now further evidence of this though i'm I'm remembering now the only real like the announcement trailer for life is strange 2 doesn't really show us anything it shows like this kind of woven yarn thing and it, it shows the logo for life is strange 2 but it shows it that was as if it were <laughs> dang it <laughs> it's not <laughs> and so it shows it um sewn onto a backpack but the backpack's not perfect pristine it's not colorful I don't think I've like i've seen this trailer and i watched a lot of the uh, uh or maybe it was released without uh without the um or not as part of like a press conference because i only watched those but i think it might have been yeah okay. i think it might have been separate of that but yeah so it shows the logo for life is strange too and it shows it um sewn onto a backpack but the backpack is not like chris's backpack which is bright blue and i think it's bright blue or baby yeah it has blue or like something. a face on it or something yeah yeah it's not cute like the little kids it's just kind of drab gray and mm. it's beaten up and um also if you pre-order life is strange too it shows on steam you unlock like the pre-order bonuses are patches for your backpack Mm. And so this, I think, further evidence that the you're whole, probably like, going to be a runaway, yeah. yeah, like a runaway mutant or not mutant, but like yeah, you've well, got I mean, some sort of abilities. Yeah. And yeah, you're probably going to be part of this group of kids who have abilities. And that's how they're going to f- expand this this world. It's going to be still very much grounded in reality, but almost like a like a unbreakable or a, yeah. what's it called, Stranger Things thing where there's just, yeah, there's a, a group of kids, a group who, of have, kids who have powers that they can't fully fit into society uh, be it from their upbringing or just you know whatever because I, I don't have any other history from this game other than just this game I haven't played any of the Life, or Stra- Life is Stranges so I don't know what their whole situation is but I know his situation isn't just because he has these powers that he's going away it's just that he has a really tough upbringing and, and right. all this stuff But exactly so that's where we lead, leave uh, Chris and Chris's story it's a great one. I'm even if it's very very short. I, I personally felt very invested in the character himself, and I want to see more of where it goes. They do specifically say Chris will return in Life is Strange too, but there's no confirmation if he's going to be the main character. I don't think he will. I think he's going to be probably a side character mm-hmm. uh, in some way. Maybe the main character is going to be the neighbor kid who maybe saved you with you telekinetic just powers. Yep. You just don't. I'm not sure at the moment. So. Um, but I'm definitely looking forward to that. So that ends the story portion. I do want to talk about the gameplay a little bit. There's not a whole lot to talk about because, like we said earlier, it's more of like a walking simulator. What I really liked about the game was I'm I'm a huge fan of the emotion of melancholy, and I think that mm-hmm. game personifies it very well with mm-hmm. the music, the like colors and everything, the scenery. I, I don't know if maybe it's just me, but it was just like... It was just so. It kind of reminds me of a lot of some of the scenes in Scott Pilgrim versus the World, where mm. it's just like evoking this strong melancholy feeling of just like, yeah, I don't know. I can't really explain it, but it was just that I really appreciated that about the game. I agree. Yeah, I think that it contrasts very nicely to the the superhero-y aspect, the clearly kids' imagination sort of world and all the different. But it's not all like positive. It's just there's some dark elements, and so it's just kind of I don't know. It's really effective. It gives a great atmosphere, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, the quest system is something new to the series. So before, there was kind of this sticker system in the first Life is Strange game where you would, if you go through certain dialogue trees or if you take pictures of certain things, then it adds to this kind of sticker book, oh, picture cool. book thing. Um, so now there's kind of this quest system where you can just do all these different objectives in any order that you want. You've got total freedom to do so. 
Um, they're probably going to continue that, I imagine, in, in the sequel as well. So I like that that aspect was a little bit different. But dialogue is definitely the main part of this gameplay, right? So mm-hmm. having and trees and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Dialogue trees, not trees like <laughs> like arborist trees. Well, uh, there are a lot of those though, Oregon. Yeah, so true. very pretty, very very pretty. But you don't get that pine tree. Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers. Um, yeah, and it, there's a whole big portion of just exploring, and sometimes you've got this superhero power that we talked about a little bit earlier where you're supposed to press a different button and, and you've got this, like, Captain Spirit make-believe power thing. Of course, now we know maybe it, he does really have powers. Hmm. Well, yeah, and it's all every single time you do that, other than the very end, which isn't controlled by you, uh, there's an explanation for it. Like, yeah. when you turn on the TV and then he, you know, his other hand has the remote on it and stuff. And it's, I don't know, it's really cute because it adds to the whole, like, things you would do as a kid. Where it's like you would kind of trick yourself into thinking you're doing this when yeah. you're not. And I don't know. It was really, again, really effective. I think, the, if anything, this game was super effective at conveying its uh, purpose of like the childlike imagination. Definitely. Okay, so um, we're going to be talking about the soundtrack in a little bit. Before that, though, let's listen to some of that wonderful chiptune music that I've mentioned before. We're going to be listening first to Disaster Piece with the song The New Formation. It's off of Rise of the Obsidian Interstellar. It's a beautiful, beautiful album. Disaster Piece is awesome. Yes. I can't... I love I, his stuff. So talented. So many soundtracks this guy has done. Uh, yeah. Love all of his work. So enjoy that one. After that, we're going to listen to Coolor with Love and Heartbreak in CHM 102. If you want to call in now, 949-824-5824, we will hook you up with Life is Strange Gear. Uh, again, like I had mentioned earlier on in the program, we're going to be giving away... You could win an Arcadia Bay patch so iron-on patch you could win a couple of pixel art perler bead keychains with max and chloe from life is strange you could win a three bullet shell necklace that's basically a replica of what chloe wears Mm. in the first life is strange game Uh, and also if you would like instead you could have any of these four items if you want there is a decal you can put on either your car maybe your laptop your DS, I don't know, what have you. Uh, this one looks pretty big, though. I don't know if they have different sizes. But... There are different sizes, oh, okay. yes. Perfect. Can confirm. Perfect. Different sizes. But uh, it's basically the swirl logo that happens when you reverse time in the first Life is Strange game. Uh, obviously, Captain Spirit just came out. There's no real <laughs> merchandise or anything that I could give away for that one. But uh, hopefully you've played Life is Strange. Or, well, the first or one, going right? to. Yeah. Beaver Falls patch or what was the first oh, oh arcadia, arcadia Bay. Oh, sorry, yeah that's sorry. where the first game I was takes thinking place Beaver Falls. never mind ah, yeah 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 <laughs> um so any of these items could be yours all you got to do is just call in at this point 949-824-5824-949 uci kuci i will be happy to hook you up with that do so now again check out our facebook page facebook.com slash lag life radio and also uh the instagram is at dj double underscore marmar all right without further ado let's get into that great music and then we're going to talk about the soundtrack to the life is strange before revealing what our next game is going to be very exciting next friday i'm super hyped for so look forward to that thank you so much for listening to kuci 88.9 fm nervine this is marmar the mid boss alex and lag radio (laughs) 